Greetings and welcome to the Beyond Earth show. I am your host, Ray Trujillo, and thank you all of you for spending this hour with me on this day, October 20th, on October 7th, 2023. And for today's transmission, um, there's much to discuss as well as some elaboration further upon the possible explanation for some of the, let's say, contributing factors of why um, we're seemingly in a twilight zone, as I've mentioned in the previous shows. And so, and for anyone that's not um, always present for my show and they're new to the show or need a reminder, there's an exemplification of the energies in the solar and the planetary and also the manufactured energies as well that are implemented into the realm of our third dimension and also in the outer dimensions as well that we are physical beings having a spiritual experience thus we are susceptible to a myriad of let's say effects and the counter effects of such onslaughts at times and it can be a very fascinating time an exciting time to be alive in this year 2023 um however it's also in the same instance, challenging. And many, many, a great deal of percentage of individuals, and it's increasing ever more so, are actually experiencing the exacerbation, the tumults of what this third dimension is encompassing right now, and also what we're receiving energetically as human beings, and also on an economic scale, on a social scale, on a energetic scale, planetary, and also solar weather. And I'm going to cover a great deal of what I can for today's transmission. And so when we think of what is relative to our current state of being, right? Everyone has their own individual responsibilities, their individual contribution to society and whatever role they may play. And many of you have, let's say, many hats that you wear, right? And so there are a great deal of people who are literally pulled in many directions. And there are other people who are also in a place of stagnation in which they are seeking the path, they're seeking the journey in which to embark upon or they're revisiting their life and looking at a place on how to reorient themselves and how to find themselves again because they were pulled in many directions and they may have lost themselves along the way. And so, and then other people also may never feel that they have found their purpose. And so we have all these variables to consider and to work with, right? So when we actually break it down and we entreat upon our own individual mind and our own individual skill set in our own individual energetic biofield of our own etheric body and also the way that we interact with the world how we interact with society our relations with our family our friends our partners and our animal friends as well there's a great deal to consider that there is a force field that's in this consistent operating momentum even when one is asleep and so when 
you factor in the individual component of the due diligence of the self, of the person, of the human perspective, in any way that you look at it, there's energy that is grand and that energy cannot be denied. We are energetic beings, energetic bodies. Even if we're laying still, there's energy that is radiating and that's being contributing to back to the vessel of ourself that's keeping our life force going. Even if we can't always see it, some people are gifted and can see it, but not everyone has the attunement into that gift to be able to see it in the tangible sense. So when we're aware that we're completely energetic beings, no matter what spiritual background, no matter what theological background, or if you don't believe in God at all, this is all energy that I'm speaking of. And so when we think of our energetic bodies, what we radiate, what we draw in, what we invoke, there's also the morphic resonance and the quantum resonance, and we have quantum entanglements as well. And so you will find that if you're going through your daily due diligence in this realm and you are responding to the planetary shifts, the solar weather shifts, the cycles in general, that's kind of like a normal calibration to contend with. Yet, when you find yourself in a world that seems more cataclysmic, more discordant, uh, more chaotic bound than typically prior to, let's say, on such a quickening scale in which it seems as if everything's occurring at once, that's the quickening, where every single possible conjecture of reality is happening simultaneously, or it can seem to be, unless you're literally living under a rock and in a cave, and um, you're still going to feel something is off, right? So anyhow, this is what I mean by when I reference the Twilight Zone in all the multitudes, because we have in our energetic being and our spiritual being, of course, with our soul star and our oversoul, when we have those senses that are shaken, those senses that are stirred up, and then we have to combat the energies of the other individuals that are shaken as well. The stirring up of energies that are around us within other individuals. And what I mean by stirred up and perhaps shaken, there's that, let's say, ir irrational thought processes, um, irritability, some may say short-fused. Um, there's also massive inclination towards anxiety and feeling like one wants to just jump out of one's skin. These are elements that many of us undergo and we've undergone intermittently throughout our lives. Perhaps some people have, you know, different trauma that they've experienced and different behavioral patterns in which they've developed through their exposure to the elements and to other individuals but that's separate. This part here that I'm discussing and referring to is the accumulation of the energetic field. And so the energies of other people and also with the planetary shift and with the, when I speak of the solar weather, that's the magneto shield that's diminishing and weakening by it's right now, it could be even 40% or more. 
And that's literally the Earth's protective shield. Think of it like a beautiful bubble. What that is diminishing, weakening, the sun penetrates through. And this is not global warming. This is not that. This is something in its actual reality that when the sun may appear to be whiter or hotter and it has a different frequency, there's such a thing as the corona mass hole ejections, there's solar flares. So there's space weather. So all of these factors that are out of our control affect us in our spiritual vessels, in our energetic bodies. And so when we have that, we also have the planetary shift cycles as well. Um, There's a great deal going on in this month of October. And we have a great deal of transits and conjunctions that are just can seem like it's all too much, yet this is why I'm here today to kind of help everyone to find your path, to find whatever is best for you, to just amplify your healing modalities, to amplify your positive vibrational recourse, to assist yourself, to remain empowered, and to have awareness. Because Ignorance is never bliss. Ignorance is truly just what it states itself to be. Ignorance is thereby ignorance. And so when you have knowledge and you have the awareness, that's actually beyond power to behold the power, to behold the awareness, and to have that critical assessment to utilize and implement to be proactive and to be in the sense of where you can have that foresight for yourself and for others and to help others and to be an anchor of light for other people as well that might not know what's going on or they might feel this exacerbation. And it's not just hyperbole. Sometimes, yes, people do cry wolf many times, but in this particular epoch of time, this particular, in this time-space continuum at this moment, much of this is not hyperbole. It might feel when you hear that what I'm speaking of is an exaggeration, yet it's actually reality. And those that are experiencing it can definitely be a testament to what I'm speaking of, that this resonates, this could resonate, or, oh, perhaps there is something to that. Perhaps I should look into that and consider that it's not just me feeling that, oh, this makes more sense to me. And this is not the, let's say, deferred placement of blame upon something else for whatever one is enduring or suffering or feeling. This is merely another layer to consider, to really reflect upon. Because if you have radiation around you, if you have electromagnetic frequencies, if you have the energies of things that are manufactured and things that are also out of our control, And then you also have the planets moving around in a certain way and orbiting a certain way. We have Pluto that we're contending with and many, many elements I could go on and on about. But those factors are out of our control. So when we have certain things that are out of our control, what do we do? We find a way to be proactive. We find a way to create a defense system. We find a way to create a healing modality, whether it be by prayer, by meditation, by yogic exercises, by exercise in general by taking care of your body, by eating really beautiful uh, earthbound food like leafy greens and all the cruciferous, whatever one can 
implement into their daily diet and to their nutrition and other things and the topic of protein and all the other elements that's for own one's own individual yet i'm just speaking of what the earth provides and what you can utilize to help ground yourself what's rooted in the ground such as the plants like the kale and the cruciferous and many of the roots many of the root oriented vegetables there's a reason for the seasons in which there are times in which god knew the perfect bounty of what to provide for us so maybe we need grounding right now maybe when it's this overstimuli of these overexcitabilities and all of these triggers and these responses there has to be a moment to not only implement the breath work yogic exercises exercise in general drink really healthy clean clean water of course spring water uh, if you have if you're blessed with a kangen machine or a filtration system perfect yet these are the times to really nourish your body hydrate your body but also hydrate your body from within and the internal realm of your functioning that will help your cognitive functioning so when you do the breath work and you also do prayer work your affirmation work your chanting your mantra work anything like that whatever your belief system is whatever's conducive to you this is a time that you really must consider to if you take great care of yourself now great job continue to do that and further intensify that and transmute through any self-limiting belief systems really activate further for yourself that you are worthy you are deserving of taking care of your body your body is a sacred temple right so when you have many of these elements of discord and parts of the elements that we can't control what is the best thing to do go inward and if that is the prayer work the body responds just as the body is electric the body is in this energetic vessel there's a response system as i was speaking of with the quantum resonance and also morphic resonance there's so much that we can absorb and so much that we can omit as well so we could be either conduits we can be receivers we can also be transmitters and we can also be purveyors of light and so why not take a moment to give yourself back that light if you actually stop to breathe for even just a 3 minute you know athletes and especially diving and swimming and scuba divers and yogis and runners and many people who use a great deal of cardiovascular and also opera singers as well like we'll think about all sorts of elements and comparisons here but think about it with the diaphragm and the deep internal breath and then the deep exhalations as well there's a rhythmic pattern in the breath and we breathe all day yes if we stop breathing we cease to exist yet actively breathing there's a sensibility there in which all of the oxygen it sounds like it's just like 1 and 2 equals 3 right a b c however it's on a deeper principle where when we actually have to stop to remind ourselves to take a deep breath that's when we really know that we must activate that more and implement that more and so when i speak of grounding and i speak of taking deep breaths Yes, it sounds so simple. Go outside and ground yourself in nature. How many people have heard that? Yes, it sounds so cliché, but in actuality there's so much truth in that and especially right now, especially when there's difficulty and chaos in the world and 
you see that where many people you'll see are frantic and they're feeling that they're out of sorts and they're witnessing all the crime increase and just social decay is ongoing and it's the calamity of society and it's unfortunately occurring right before our eyes even if we're privy to the real news or the not so real news and so there's a great deal energetically that we pick up on even if we don't know it we feel it in our senses we don't all have to be fully clairvoyant or clairsentient or empathic to truly feel and draw in the energy yet we're basically born to be intuitive all of us yet there's that innate structure within that tells us and signals us that something's wrong something doesn't feel right and yes sometimes there's paranoia and sometimes there's also judgment and there's also moments of well i don't trust anyone in general so it's just always negative and that's fine if that's how your proclivity is towards your thinking yet what i'm speaking of is that when you feel your senses are overriding your own state of normalcy your baseline if you're naturally inclined to anxiety of course there could be a heightened sense of that even more so now than ever before so if you have a natural inclination towards a fear-based mindset if you have a natural inclination towards an anxiety based mindset which is completely understandable and normal yet this is the time to really 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 be a little more proactive for you so your baseline of anxiety your baseline of fear based energy doesn't increase in the negative way that you can find a way to still be authentic and to have critical thinking assessment at your disposal and to keep your cognitive function strong yet to have that mind over matter we we've all heard thoughts become things right so when we think of something it becomes a reality in some form of reality in some dimension and so when we think of good things even if we see something bad there's a way in which we can transmute it there's a way in which we can alchemize even for the person in which we're observing something negative is happening and in much of the cases there are things that are yes beyond our control but i'm speaking of things that are in the operating frequency of what can be managed before us and things that if we have this pull if we have this invocation and we are in that place of finding our own trigger pulse points of what we feel aligned with or misaligned with that is part of that integration of literally rebuilding yourself reorienting yourself recalibrating the sensibilities to remain as much of the place of control that you can in a place that is out of control and so when i speak of all of this and more you know when i say the twilight zone it's in our timeline and it's becoming more so a reality as we're seeing more observational realities around us and what's occurring and just the most um when i speak of also the magnetic shield is down that's also the time that we can see through the veil even more where we're going to have more 
extraterrestrial visitations, more of the UFO occurrences. And there are also the manufactured stories as well that are not real, that are there to distract us and to divert our attention elsewhere when there's actually something else truly happening in another point of space. And so there's a lot of the word gaslighting is used all too frequently. However, there's a great deal of gaslighting going on and that we are experiencing. And essentially, this is really time to find your own truth, to find your truth, seek your truth. Don't just trust one source. Look at multitudes of sources. Don't even listen to me or don't trust me. Literally take whatever you hear. And if it resonates with you or if it sparks and peaks an interest, then look into it. Certainly look into it and look into more than one authenticating factor because much of what we're presented with is not reality. It's all a bit of smoke and mirrors at times and fallacies are presented left and right. And we have cognitive dissonance. We do have mass psychosis. We do have a great deal of brainwashing and the rape of the mind that is occurring. And so when you're aware that that's actually ongoing, it does change the frequency in your mind. And then it raises your attunement. And then you actually start to see the light more so. And so, yes, this all might sound very, at times, manipulative, dark, and negative. Yet, when you have the truth, truth is power. Awareness is power. And so utilize that. And it's baby steps into growing into that realm of reality that the perception is not always what it may seem to be. And so considering all of that that I'm speaking of, we have, you know, I've mentioned before, but I think it's time to mention it again that, you know, we're in a 12,000 year cycle of our great planet Earth. And in our 12,000 year cycle, we have pole shifts to contend with. And we have a great deal of forces, yes, that are out of our control. And we have a lot of these, let's say, energetic attunements that when there's the force of ourself that speaks to us, and whether it be God, Buddha, the Shekinah, any goddess, any type of energy that you work with, a Bodhisattva, Kuan Yin, if you work with the Blessed Mother Mary, if you work with simply your ancestral realm or the celestial bodies or all of it at once, it doesn't matter. It's That's personal to you and I'm respectful to all backgrounds and belief systems. However, there is this place within that's all about survival. So when we hear a 12,000 year cycle, that means we have an end to the beginning. And so, yes, we have the Omega we have the what is above and what is below, the hermetic dictums. We have a great deal to operate with in our epigenetic frequency. What's in our epigenetic memory, in our Akashic records as well, past lives. Those of you that are tuned with Atlantis and Lemuria ancient times, this is all a trigger point for many of you that I've been here before. I've seen the end. I've, and yes, we have life and death, rebirth all the time in the rebirth pool, incarnation pool. Yet 
that's in this 12,000 year cycle. But let's go prior to that. There's something in our epigenetic memory and also in our Akashic record memory system. Those that are, many of you that are listening to the show are inclined towards the starseed realm and the celestial kingdom and the galactic kingdom and so much of what God and the universe has to offer and our existence is not just here upon this third dimensional realm. Our existence beholds so much more of what we entail as our soul beings and our energy bodies of light. And many of you have memories. Many of you have memories of a different dimension that's not just the human earth dimension in this civilized you know, the 20th century, 21st century, and, you know, 18th century, 14th century, I'm speaking of the times in which it was a completely different world, a completely different world, literally, in that we were in accordance with a different divine law, a different natural order of law in the sequence of the divine realm of the celestial kingdom. So, any of you that are attuned to that or have an interest in that, if there's an interest in the subtle body and also an interest in the mind, then look into that further if you haven't already. Look into that and see what appeals to you. See and meditate upon it. Pray upon it. Affirm it. See what comes up. See what feels accurate to you for you and work with it and see how that can you know when we're dealing with a realm in which we have fears and we have this uh, let's say tyranny we have a lot of in this it seems so dystopian right it actually is dystopian right now and we have cognitive war we have spiritual warfare we have it in the parallels of all you can think of where whatever is in the natural order of what is good is now bad, what is evil is now virtuous, what is sweet is now bitter, what is bitter is now sweet, and vice versa, right? So there is the matter of what makes sense, what is rational, and whatever seems irrational now is irrational. It's an inverted world, it's an inverted reality. And so there's also ephemeral inferences that confuse us, that are targeted to all of us to taint our minds, to taint our frequency, to taint our thought forms in the ephemeral way in which it's not the reality. So there's, and so when I speak of what's engineered and the implantation of ephemeral inferences, I could actually speak about that in an upcoming show, a great, in a greater um, deal of time spent with that but just have the awareness that there's a slight tilt of perceptions that when you're seeing beyond the veil trust your vision trust your inner awareness and try to look beyond what's so subtle and thereby what's not so subtle because when we're contending with this dystopian cognitive war and also these abhorrent behaviors. We're seeing a lot of corrosive energy. 
And this show is about what's beyond Earth and what is implemented in the reality of the third dimension and beyond and how to navigate through and various topics. Yet it's very important today that this is discussed because this is seemingly more increasing over the last couple of years, yet more so now. And so when you're feeling corrosive energy, when you're observing corrosive energy, there is a great deal to just be still with the reminder that you are a light being. You are a vessel of the creator. You are a child of God. You are those of you that are, are tuned to being a light worker. This is the time to amp up your light worker energy. If you are here as a representative, a messenger of the angelic realm of the kingdom of God, of the celestial realm, of anything that is of Buddha consciousness, Christ consciousness, anything that is in beholden of love and light and virtue, no matter what the name may be classified as, if you come through as a channeler, as a shaman, as a seeker of light, as a wisdom keeper, as a Christian, as a Mormon, as a Catholic, as a Buddhist, as a Jewish individual, whatever it might be, whatever it might be, you're still walking the path of love and light. And so there's a universal language, yes, but there's also one universal energy that is of unconditional love and unconditional light and unconditional power, and that's supernatural. All of you out there, no matter what your background, and even if you don't believe in God, but you're just a good person, you have the natural order and you have the natural sequence of to do good and be good, that also is in a reflection of what you embody, what you contribute. When you contribute goodness, that goodness does radiate into the world. And so when I speak of the magnetizing towards the self, when you magnetize and you have this morphic resonance. And so when you think of goodness, goodness does come back, just like in the law of karma, the law of action and reaction, that yes, but you do receive when you give, and then you do give, and then thereby you receive, and it's basically this whole cycle. And right now, though, that cycle is being affected even more so. So we're going to look at how this affects our relationships, our personal relationships, our business relationships, our family relationships, and also how there's been a great deal of people that you may feel like you've known them forever, they're not being themselves. And we can speak about ascension, we can speak about the effects of this, the cognitive malfunctionings that are ongoing, that are part of the solar, solar flares, the solar weather with the planetary shifts, and also some other things that are, let's say, induced by um, different means. And so if you've experienced that in one way or another, and let's say that there's, I would say an amplification, well, consider your, the locus cerulius in the part of the brain that feels perhaps emotionally unstable. And there's like literally a diminution of occurrence that can happen when our 
magneto shield is down and our solar weather is affecting us. There can be a great deal of that where there's different parts of the body, such as the heart, such as the intestinal and the thyroid, and also in the central nervous system and the adrenal functions, and also in the mitochondria. So we're looking at that and also how things affect the hippocampus. And so all of the central aspects of our cognitive function and also our motor functions and our the heart, when I speak of the heart, the heart is a huge vessel of energy. The heart amplifies so much of that, not just the chakras. We have our chakra body, we have our etheric body and all that, but the heart, of course, as everyone knows, and every single being, the heart is everything. So at the helm of you, at the root of you, the heart of you, that when the, the heart is affected and that transmutation occurs, there's a great deal of, if you've seen people, and I'm speaking in the etheric sense, in the spiritual sense of where their hearts seem cold or their hearts are very open. And so think about that, consider that, yet also the electrical impulses. So yes, there's medical circumstances that are definitely exacerbated by all of the elements that I just discussed, but there's also in the metaphysical realm of all of that in which there's the coordinates of the meridians in the body and also in the chakric body, the etheric body in which the heart is the whole core center, the root of everything in which if the heart is open, no matter what the physical is, if the heart is open in that spiritual realm, then there is a great deal of what that emanates. And if you think of a model figure, right, and a 3D model figure, and you look at the heart center, and it looks as if it's the star, the pulsation of light, right? And if you look below the heart in the, what would be the solar plex, where the solar plex and the solar plex chakra has a great deal of protective energies where it encases everything and there's that encasement of your tethered, what light tethers you here, the cords that tether you with your light being in your light body. So when you look at the heart in the energetic sense of the word and you look at the heart also in the metaphysical sense of the word, there's a great deal of what radiates, what magnet, you know, what, what you can magnetize towards yourself and to others. And so when you have this social decline and you have all this extra space radiation, and there's also this economic downturn and all these elements that are occurring that are out of our control. And when you're provided that all of this literally is just too much to contend with, and it feels like your heart is literally beating out of itself in the metaphoric sense. And you're feeling this panic and you feel this place of where am I feeling disillusioned or others disillusioned? How can they not see the reality? Am I seeing the reality? Sit with your heart, sit with your breath work, sit with your mind, sit with what feels good for you. A lot of people think of 
you know, yes, the positive thinking, have an animal, um, do nice things for other people, eat well, take care of yourself. Yes, all of that's important, exercise, all that. But I'm speaking of the energetic exercise, the spiritual exercise to help moderate the energy that you're receiving and transmuting and transmitting from what you absorb and what you take on. So even if you're not a naturally inclined empath where some people have different varying degrees of their empathic realm, some people are 100% sponges and the mirror neurons are beyond out of control where they literally absorb everything and it's just remarkable, yet it's also a curse and a blessing at the same time. Then you have others that have the subtleness of the empathy in which they really care. They want to do good for the world. They want to help others. They want to help animals, but they don't always suffer the sickness that the supreme severe empaths do. And then you have those that have moments of points of interest that cause the empathy to come in. And then you have others that have an agenda in which there's an agenda that serves them. And so thereby it's not essentially altruistic. So I'm speaking of those that have the natural order of empathy in the pure sense of the way, in the way that is, it doesn't have to be advanced where it's a blessing and a curse. It doesn't have to be on that level, but at least when it's in the path of where they just want to serve others and help others in a great way, this is definitely a time to reevaluate, to minimize any of your fears and to reorient yourself. This is definitely a time where this is just a reminder that pray in a sacred place, breathe, do your breath work, do your affirmations, your mantras, your chantings, do any of your meditations to amplify your energy. So when you feel like your heart, the center of your core is literally in the metaphorical sense, absorbing everything go in and take the time to be the spark of light that you typically are and those that want to be the spark of light this is also for you that you know you can bring a piece of heaven upon earth we can do that we have the ability to bring an element of paradise into and upon this earth, even when earth can feel as if it's on the verge of Hades, the verge of hell. And so, yes, we do see hell upon earth in a very, let's say, day-to-day basis. We see injustices, we see cruelty, we see it increasing, 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 but also because we're in a quickening and also because we're in, and many of you may say that, you know, we're in times of revelation, we're in apocalyptic times, we're in cataclysmic times, and, you know, the world is always going through its cycles. We're changing ever so grandly every day, every minute, yet whatever we can do with what we have right now is when we bring in the light, we bring in that field of light from our hearts, from our spirit, from the core of ourselves, from the helm of us, from the root of ourselves, in which the heart, mind, body matrix of ourself emanates love, emanates kindness, and emanates proactivity, emanates the deliverance of whatever good, whatever plentitudes of love that we can provide, and beautification 
in the most benefic way and to be heart oriented yet be also in the place where you're aware that when we are contending with the opposition the spiritual warfare that we really want to re-enliven that such spark those sparks of our life so if you want to classify it as the christ within the marian within the buddha within the shekinah within the kuan yin within whatever works for you okay but this is definitely a time for invoking of a great deal of the archangel realm the bodhisattva realm the kingdom of god lies within each and every one of us even if we do not have the awareness of that it does remain within us if we're living today we dove we we have the access to it and so when we are in that energetic field of love and light and we embody that and we are permeating that we're bringing heaven to to earth we're bringing paradise upon earth in any way that we can in any manner shape or form if we walk into a grocery store and energies feel a bit off we amplify that heart space that light we're aware of our environment at all times yes that's very most that's first and foremost of importance yet we just think of loving thoughts we walk through the world with loving thoughts to the best of our ability even if it's for just a few minutes a day and there's a great deal of stress fractures right so in the the stress of everything going on when we actually walk that walk and we talk that talk even for a short period of time it actually does a great deal of healing to the mind body and spirit and soul and so when you have that love and light mentality yet you're still aware of your surroundings and this is no, by no means saying to everyone be naive just you know ignorance is bliss that's not my mo modus operandi at all my is that if you have the awareness yet to contend with it and also to counter any and mitigate the negative effects one way is that love always wins light always wins and so be brave step into your courageousness with your energy if you have issues with self love that's okay that happens to all of us at some point in time or throughout our lives but that's why when the necessity occurs to hear the reminder that you are worthy of self love that you are worthy of receiving love that you are lovable you are very lovable when you actually believe that you thereby become that and the world doesn't have to tell you that you can speak it to your world to be your you can speak and declare to your own self your own inner world and thereby the rest of the world catches up with that so if any of you have an opposition to beholding a place and being a pillar of light that's okay but this is just merely some helpful spiritual advice to assist with how to contend with the negative onslaughts the negative attacks and so try baby steps even intermittently because you know it does take 21 days to create a habit a good habit conscious reconditioning and we also have places within the mind and the body and the soul 
that are in that mirror, the magnetism, what we mirror in. And so there's also the reticulating activation centers within ourselves, where if we think of something, we draw it in. That's also in manifestation. So if we have a thought process, if I'm thinking of sharks and kittens all day long, I love sharks, I love kittens, I love all animals. If I'm thinking of St. Francis of Assisi, and his feast was October 4th, so bless all the St. Francis of Assisi realms there. Yet when we have the elements of thought process, so if I'm thinking of the angel realm, if I'm thinking of the animal kingdom realm, I'm going to bring that more into my daily existence. But if I'm also thinking of negativity, and I understand if you're, if that's your career, if you're working and you're doing things and you have to see negative things all day long because that's your work, I completely understand how that could be something that you work with and you deal with. However, when you can take a break to take out of your mindset of what your job is, you working with Archangel Michael, you helping children, you helping animals, you helping innocent people, but you see all the negative, the worst of the worst of humanity that you see every day. Take a moment, especially to just step outside of what your realm is in the physical domain and look within and bring in the light towards you. If you're a forensic pathologist, you're an investigator, and you see the worst of humanity, you see the effects of the worst of humanity, take a moment to step outside. And some people have a very close connection to God because they've seen the miracles also. And some people have seen so much onslaught and so much ruin that they feel like, how would God let this happen? And that's a whole different situation and a whole different topic. Yet we have free will upon earth. So when we have free will, we have people that will choose the demonic path and people that will choose a more righteous path, a more path of goodness. And also we have people who are walking the center line. And so we have all these activating frequencies to work with. Yet when you choose to work with, if you see the effects of the worst of humanity, and you deal with this 24 hours a day, take the time to step outside of that and embrace whatever modality is good for you, even for one minute, even for five minutes, just to kind of move yourself through the realm. Because I know many people who go through that who are helping people and helping solve crimes and helping do beautiful things that you know, no man dare to dream to entreat upon what they see and what they can do and what they're capable of. Yet, when you are having the courage in anything, whether you're, you know, you're a florist for a living or you're dealing with the worst of humanity for a living, whatever it might be that you might need to step out of the prison of the mind and step into the peace of God within you, the peace of the angelic realm, the peace of the celestial realm within you. Utilize that to the best of your ability whenever you can, even for just a moment, and see how that feels. And your mind starts to receive instances of that. And then it feels your mind and your body and your heart. And that heart that I was speaking of in that huge, magnanimous way 
in which the heart is the electrical field, and also the core of that morphic resonance in which your heart is literally the encompassment of the helm of you with your mind, body, spirit. Your heart needs to feel also that the love vibration that it permeates can also receive that even if it's from the self. And so you want to be a vessel for yourself, of course, but also a vessel of light for others. So even if it's difficult to transcend past this and to be the pillars of light, just remind yourself because if you can, there's the tree of life and it has its cycles. If you can remind yourself, if you can be that and be a tree of life, be a pillar of light, and you're going to encounter cycles of rebirth constantly throughout our lifetime. If my existence is to cease at, let's say, 133 or 33, right? If my existence was to cease at 333 or 133, there is that rebirth cycle in this human realm. And so what do we do with the time that we have, no matter what the timeline may be? So what does work best? What is ideal for each person? And when we look at the oversoul of ourself and we look at what illuminates our own path and our soul star. And so with each of us, within a particle of us, there's the harbinger of light and that can seem a bit scary to some people and that can seem very welcoming to some people as well. That can also seem like, wow, well, how can I be a harbinger of light? I want to be, how do I become and simple, do good and be good, be kind, spread kindness wherever you can and just be a force of non-judgment yet critical thinking and have awareness yet be a source of light wherever you can go whatever you can do, even if it's from the privacy of your domain and you're just thinking these beautiful thoughts and you're sending them out into the ethers. You're sending eloquent, altruistic, benevolent thoughts that are virtue and grace. And yes, some may say that this is, oh, you know, fairy magic talk and, you know, this is like too much sunshine. Yet there's a reality of that the sunshine and the magic is the majesty of God and the creator and is the majesty of this dimension and the dimensions that are beyond this dimension, the dimensions that not all of us can see. And those that can see, just imagine if all of us could see beyond these dimensions, that if all of us could see beyond these dimensions, we would actually have the purveyance of good outshadow, you know, outshining the negative, and because we don't have the ability to consistently always on a whole sum see beyond because of karma and dharma and various limitations and also our soul's contract and many things that we have to go through in this dimension to get to the next dimension and also to ascend while we're in this dimension that you can be a harbinger of light. You can bring heaven to earth. You can just by being good and doing good. That's the beginning of it. And so, you know, when we have these elements, and before I close off today, I did want to talk about, in addition to the elements that 
We do have a annular eclipse coming up on the 14th and also at the end of the month on the 28th. So there's a lot of conjunctions going on. So if you find yourself feeling um, that you're wanting to reignite your passions, you're wanting to reinvent yourself, if you're wanting to literally let go of the past in a myriad of ways and you're having your own rebirth cycle of yourself, but you're also having fits of battling your courage, this is the time to really bring in your courage, be brave, and work with that, contend with that, because when you see the relations with others around you and you see that there's maybe smooth surfaces, like the glass is just so pristine, it seems so clear, yet what's below that, you can think of it like the abyss of an ocean, energetically there's a great deal of what's indwelling within our souls within ourselves that might not always be on the surface and sometimes it's vice versa where it seems cataclysmic on the surface yet below it's extremely still and calm and clear and harmonious so again back to the inverted reality sometimes it's not always what it seems to be yet there are encounters that we're experiencing of the spiritual, divine, of the extraterrestrial kingdom, of the elemental kingdom. If you're noticing more anomalies than ever, this is a unique time that we're in. And this is actually going to continue to proceed in the quickening in the coming months. So all of you out there that have proclivities or peaks of interest into the divine nature and the sequential natural order of all things that seem to be otherworldly and supernatural, really pivot yourself and stay alert, be, be inclined more so to the fact that there are potential variables of reality that are occurring simultaneously beyond the veil, through the veil. Um, and that's interplanetary, interdimensionally, with the solar weather, and also with the planetary shifts, and also with the, also many of you that are having ascensions upon this dimension. So, as you can see, everything that, where is it all too much? It seems like it's just, wow, so much is occurring simultaneously. So, this is why I say, ground yourself, take some deep breaths, find your path to be the harbinger of light. Find the way that works for you with your root center and to not let yourself feel out of control. Remind yourself that when you have so much of these external frequencies occurring that are out of your control, that you can control whatever you can within you, how you respond, how you react. If you have the awareness of this, if you have the knowledge of this, it certainly can help you to fortify your strength and to amplify your courage for yourself and amplify your positivity and what you bring in to yourself, what you draw in, because there's a great deal of, I'll discuss this on the next show, um, but we have a lot of disruptive Uranian energy to contend with also, and I'll discuss that more on the next show, but we have this discordance and disruption left and right. There's this 
seemingly deep seeking the search for, I want clarity, I want peace, I want harmony, right? That's only natural to go there. So that's why it's imperative to go within and to have that communion with yourself that, you know, don't feel guilty, don't feel hard on yourself, do not feel that you are a lost cause. There is so much ongoing and occurring that it's not your fault. And so in closing, I wanted to just remind everyone that you are the vessel of love and light, that it is your birthright. It is your divine rightful inheritance. And no matter what is going on planetarily, solar, weather-wise, the space force, weather, all of that, and also the energies of other individuals around you that truly look within yourself and draw out your cosmic force, what you're positing in the spiritual transformation of yourself upon this earth and amidst humanity. And that, you know, each of you out there that are positing the good, transform yourself and continue to do that transformation because there is an alchemization that is so necessary. And thank you for being a light worker. Thank you for being a child of God and a fellow brother and sister on this path. And I thank all of you for your presence today. It has been a pleasure. I'm your host, Ray Trujillo of the Beyond Earth Show, and I will be back in two weeks' time. Thank you so much, and have a beautiful rest of your weekend. Thank you. Bye.